interrupt our program to bring you this important message. All right, Zach, this is a, at least in this season, a basketball podcast. At times, it's a football podcast. But, you know, Zach, I don't think, and you mentioned this just a few seconds before we flipped the on-air switch, I don't think you can talk about, in fact, I know you can't talk about basketball, especially uh, in, in this time, maybe not in this exact day or this exact year, but uh, in this generation in which we are, people that are of our age and older, and even younger as well. I mean, somebody like this has an impact that is multi-generational. But I don't know, you, you can't talk about basketball and not talk about Kobe Bryant. And certainly Kobe Bryant is the talk of the NBA world and beyond right now. And for, you know, unfortunately, all the wrong reasons. And, you know, Zach, one of the things that to me is ironic about this is before the accident, everybody was already talking about Kobe because LeBron, back in the news, yeah. because LeBron James had supplanted him uh, as the third all-time leading scorer in NBA history. So Kobe now uh, fourth. And, you know, LeBron James, it was it was eerie the next day because LeBron James is reminiscing about an alive Kobe Bryant and right. the things that he saw. And he talked about him uh, at ABCD camp. Everybody knows the legendary ABCD camp and hearing Kobe talk. And LeBron said that when he was a younger kid, he didn't think about going to the league right out of high school. It wasn't something that was in his purview, you know, something he didn't think about really. And then he saw Kobe and he thought, you know, th this is it. This is the, this is the guy I, I'm going to, I happen. can do this and it I'm going to do this. And so, and Zach, I think this is the most important way to start this. Cause I think this is what to me is so uh, interesting about all of this and interesting is an odd word uh, because it's, it's just also sad, but I mean, I'll, right off the, right off the bat, Zach, I am not a Kobe Bryant fan. How could you say that at that time like this? When Kobe was I'm, I'm from Detroit, I don't like the Lakers at all. I'm entertained by Shaq, but that's for a variety of reasons. And when I mean, you can think about Shaq as a, a member of the Lakers or the Cavaliers or the Heat or the Suns or the Magic. But that's that's what and plus uh, 2004, 2004. Right. Well, what else so, do I have to say? So when you're commenting on something like that, you know, as a basketball fan, somebody who grew up with that amazing. Lakers Pistons rivalry that came to a head in the 2004 NBA finals. I mean, as a Detroit fan, yeah, Kobe was the player you loved to hate. Yeah, man, he was the enemy, but you needed that. And he well, was, sure. and, and, and I think Kobe thrived off that kind of, uh, uh, yeah, man, the black reaction. mama, he was a snake. <laughs> he, he was a snake. And and that was much needed in that era of basketball. It was, it was very, and, and somebody made a good point. I think it was actually Jerry West who said, you know, Oh, what does that guy know? Yeah, exactly. The, the, the logo, the logo himself, Jerry West had said, you know, Kobe had that mentality that before, uh, all these players were goofing around on the bench and hanging out with each other and laughing and, you know, not taking like trying to, create these teams out of nothing and go, I'm going to go play with these guys and go win a championship. Kobe just had that mentality and competitive spirit that surpassed that. And it was what he loved to see out of a player. And I think that's what we saw as the opposing teams, but there was a, like I said, you love to hate him because he made the game so much better. And Zach and I were just for, for context sake, we're both uh, uh, 34 years old. Yeah. So right around the age of LeBron James. So that, uh, I was 12 when Kobe went into the league. Yeah. So that was like the, which we was saw not much his, younger than him. We saw his whole career yeah. from beginning to sure. end. And it was something that was, I think very impactful, uh, 
just because of the connection when Detroit basketball was so good, you had this guy who was your, uh, he was the target, you know? I mean, do you remember? And there's like, there's two versions of Kobe Bryant, right? There's eight and 24. My favorite Kobe Bryant is fro eight. That was in the very beginning. Yeah, of the league. man. And he was just, I mean, you talk about a guy that 20 seasons, 18 all-star games, five titles. I mean, this is a kid that, you know, his mom had to co-sign his first NBA contract because he was an adult. He was only 17. And I mean, you think about um, the amount of pressure that's put on people. And maybe it's a little different now. And certainly for LeBron, you know, I don't remember Kobe being on the cover. And this is not a comparison podcast, but like, you know, LeBron's on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high schooler. Sure. And one of the things that always impresses me about guys like LeBron and Kobe is like how many people actually live up to the hype? How oh, many? sure, yeah. How many? Well, we've seen... To that degree. I mean, to just the sheer dominance of... Well, and that's the thing too, Zach. Going from high school to the NBA was not a popular uh, move back in no, that era. It happened. It happened occasionally. You had, I think, Moses Malone was one of the first to come out of high school Kevin and do Garnett. that. Kevin Garnett was another person who had done that. But up until that point, Kobe was the first person who was, you know, at, at uh, Lower Marion High School where he was taking a uh, a pop star to the prom. He was a celebrity. Wasn't it Brandy? Brandy. He was a, he was a celebrity in his own right. That. Yeah. And so, That's so that awesome. was something where we were looking at him as a young guy saying, this is the future like, could you of the imagine league. being in high school? But, but not only that, but like, could you imagine being in high school and like, you know, uh, Laura Marion is, is, is a bigger, we grew up in Romeo, right? It, this is very small. I'm sure Laura Marion is much bigger though. I've never been, I'm pretty sure it's in Philadelphia. Uh, but like, could you imagine rolling up to the prom? Right. With like, I guess at our time it would have been like Britney Spears. Sure. But yeah. I mean, but I mean, seriously though. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a when celebrity. She was already status. famous. It's not like, it's not like that picture of Taylor Swift at the prom. She was just, you know, Taylor. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a little She's bit not TS now. It was a, it was a little bit different in that regard, but um you know, this was something where you see it prior to him there was not anybody who was in that same breath of Michael Jordan who, you know, and I was thinking back on this and you know, I was always you know, we grew up in that era of Michael Jordan, but we were so young when he was in his career. He was starting out when we were being born. So we missed a lot of that. Kobe was the first player that just transcended that whole time period. And now the people who are in the league, they're the ones who grew up with him as well. Yeah. Like I'm cognizant, like literally cognizant throughout the career of Kobe Bryant. Not the case for Michael Jordan. Too young. Sure. Me too young. And you're right. Like He's the one, and you know, there's there's been there's been a little talk lately, and I'm sure over the next few months, as the uh, shock and horror and sadness subsides, you'll hear more of this. And whether it's a good thing or not, or whether it's a good debate or not, so that's not up to me. But the the comparison game, everybody loves it, and there's like a three way. It's like you know, for the most part, Jordan is on top, and then it's like you know, nobody compares LeBron and Kobe to each other. They Maybe a little more so now since he made his move to the Lakers. Just the fact that he's sure. kind of taking that franchise over now. But it's uh, always been... Passing the torch It's a always bit. been MJ versus Kobe sure. and MJ versus LeBron. And Zach, I know you saw this video, and I, I believe the video is actually older, three or four years old, but somebody edited or spliced, whatever you want to call it. Um, the, the editing is amazing, but it, it shows how similar it's not about overall production or success 
but it shows how similar the games of Kobe and Michael were. And you've heard people say it. it may, we're not talking about who is better or, or comparison wise in level of skill, but as far as like who got the closest to playing that game, I mean, it, oh, it's, it's, it's Kobe. Hands LeBron's down. I mean, ja- LeBron James's game is so much different. And, very that, different. and again, that's not what this is about, but like Kobe's ability to dominate and you know, that 60 point game, like it was awesome, but at the, the same final time, game. Yeah, but it took him like a hundred shots to get there. Well, right? here, but the eighty-one point game is something else. Yeah, that's that's that was something wild. That, that, that was wild. Yeah, nobody's putting up eighty-one again. It's just not going to happen. I don't care how many shots you take. But, Still twenty points uh, south of the record. Considering too, that, a- considering that you brought that up, you know, I did. ESPN last night re-aired the his final, final game, game at the Staples Center, and you know, it was it was the Kobe show. Uh, for better or worse for most of the game and for better at the end of the game, you saw the ability to just take over and be so clutch. And that's what we remembered so much of Kobe uh, in the beginning of his career uh, and throughout where Jordan was the same way. It was those clutch moments. It was hitting that shot at the buzzer. It was being able to single-handedly take over a game. You didn't see that um, a lot from other players. And even now, uh, even with LeBron, you don't see it as much where you can just take over a game and dominate like that. And LeBron in, in, in the clutch, in the very tail end of that game where it matters the most. And that's what you saw. He had, I think 37, um, like going into the, the fourth quarter or something like I mean, that. For what it's worth, LeBron does have an NBA finals winning shot. Yeah, I mean, no, it's going to happen. You play enough of those games, but I guess here's, oh, yeah, here's that's what I'm what trying it, to. That's what the problem is. He played too here, much success. Here's what I'm trying enough. to kind of wrap up. No, no, here. I get it. Wait, hold on. Before you say that, here's the difference. And again, this is not a pro or or not LeBron argument. Kobe Bryant played with Shaq, and they are so different as far as like right. what they need and the way they facilitate offensively and defensively. You know, LeBron James has spent a good chunk of his career surrounded by guys that are not all that different from him. I mean, not that Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are exactly the same, but if you're Kobe and Shaq, like you are like yin and yang. Yeah. It's like, it's like yin, yin, yin. Yeah. It's what, you it's what I'm you, saying? So well, it's what you want in a, in a team mentality, More options. You're a center and a, a shooting guard who can, who can play off of each other and do the pick and roll. I mean, that's, that's what you're looking for in the, uh, yeah. in the team game. So, you know, granted, that's so a, that's a so, big deal. So, so going home. back to going back to his last game, though the 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 people who are in attendance to witness this, you know, you, I'm looking oh around. And you've got Shaquille O'Neal along with many other former Lakers. You have Jay Z. You have Kanye West. You have Snoop Dogg. Jack you Nicholson, have Jack, Rihanna. Of course, Jack Nicholson's going to be there. And then, of course, you have his family there cheering him on. And and it's just a it's in that moment you're witnessing the like you know it the culmination of everything yeah. it's just like it couldn't have ended it on a better note uh for that win and he did hit the game winning shot in that in that uh um game I, there I so he was the only one that shot the ball in that game yeah i mean but it was <laughs> it was great though it was it's great wonderful. and it was to watch it again and this is what i said ahead of time too i'm like by that time i had already lost a little bit of interest in basketball you know you're just 2016 you're, you're you're getting a little bit older in life but it took me back to a time when i was 14 15 years old yeah. playing those summer league circuits yeah. um going to those basketball tournaments and i don't care if you were a a center uh, a point guard a shooting guard whatever position you were 
you were yelling out Kobe when you when you took that shot and you Dude, were kicking the know. leg back and you were doing the whole thing and I was a I was kind of a power forward center my my game is nothing like Kobe's but you you still wanted those aspects you wanted to have that nice little turnaround jumper with the nice uh, 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 the soft finish you wanted to be able to you know break down that defender and that's you, you, you picked up on those cues. And that's why, that's why I think it was so impactful for, for me. Like my buddy texted me that next or that day that it happened. He was kind of like, you know, I know we don't know him in any way, shape or form, but like, doesn't it just make you sick? And I said, you know what? You're, you're, you're spot on. I mean, I, I do feel that way and I don't know why I feel that way. And I think it, it is just the fact that we followed him throughout his whole career. And unlike a movie star or even a musician, how many times did he entertain us? I mean, he got any actor beat. That's for sure. The amount of time on the court. I mean, you watch this whole career happen and, uh, they become just part of what, you know, and, uh, love him or hate him as a fan. You appreciated the, uh, the skill level and what he brought game in and game out. And I think that's where it hits the most. I mean, think about it. What Seinfeld was like, eight seasons, 20 some episodes per season. Kobe gave you 20 seasons, 81 episodes plus all of those playoff runs. Right. right? I mean, so not to mention a career beyond the court, you know, know, right. He won an Oscar. um, And who knows what What? would have happened next? I think that's, that's the other thing that's hard when, and this is true. When anybody dies at a young age, you, you do wonder like now you're left to project in your mind, uh, what, what they would have done. What was next? What was in that act too? And, and I, you know, even beyond that, you know, from, from the, the kids who were at such a young age, Well, that's the worst part that there were, there were 12, 13 year old girls that are what they, they could accomplish. And I think, you know, when we were talking about this ahead of time, I think the other reason why it's so impactful is just the fact that you and I are both fathers. Yeah. So yeah, that, that just, um, you know, you can't stop, you know, thinking about that situation. And I think, you know, beyond that, that's why I think whether there's people who probably have never even seen Kobe play, just knowing the gravity of the situation, just like they, they, they just, you got to cry, cry about it. You just got to kind of just because of how horrible it all is. Well, and I think not that really anything could make the moment worse. There's nothing I mean, I, I'm not going to get into a, a debate about like the worst thing in the world, but I mean, to me, there there could be few worse things, if any, than having to uh, bear the loss of a child, your own child. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't even think about it. But and and no, but because again, it's it's just. But one of the things that uh, was always so. I, I, I don't know if moving is the right word or comforting, but, um, you know, Kobe Bryant has four daughters. One of the, the youngest is less than is, is, is what, eight or nine months old. Right. Yeah. It was born in June, I think. Um, you know, and you would think that somebody like Kobe would want a boy, somebody that was given the same, cause his father played professional basketball sure. too. Passed the torch. Right. You know, somebody that was given those athletic gifts that he was, that could, that could replicate those. Uh, and he didn't need a boy to do that. He had his daughter Gianna and she was the one, right. You know, uh, there's a story that at one point somebody asked the two of them were together and somebody asked Kobe, 
if he wanted a boy to carry on the legacy and she stood up and said, don't worry about that. I've got it taken care of. That's that mamba mentality. She had the mamba mentality. And the other thing about that, and this could be just because Kobe is a fan of the game because Kobe's a fan of equality or maybe it's just because he's supportive of his daughters. But you know, Kobe was like one of the biggest WNBA fans out there. And to have a guy like that, in your corner. I mean, he was an advocate for that Big league. Time. And, you know, you, you, you started to see the tail end this, this past winter where, you know, uh, the WNBA players were getting a boost in at the bargaining uh, table. Yeah. They, yeah they, their they, next they, CBA is strong. So, so you wonder, does that a little bit of that come from, you know, the fact that you got a guy like this, who's taking a vested interest in, um, it the direction hurt. that's going, you, you know, the credit and, to the women, but, it yeah. doesn't, if, but, but like exactly having somebody like that, uh, you know, cause it's like people say, well, people, nobody watches women's basketball and it's like, all right, well, you know, what could we do to make them watch it more? And I'll admit, I don't watch it. So sure. I, I don't look at me as the guy that's trying to I'm not watching a lot of NBA games right now either though. I tell you what I do watch blippy <laughs> Mickey mouse, uh, Paw Patrol. Oh God. I could probably, if you put a gun to my head and said, sing the theme song, to 15 kid shows, I could probably give you 20 and take the gun and turn it back on you. You know what I mean? Like no, I it's, it's the world. That, it's the world that we're living in. But you know that's and, and so, but but then you know as as you you know maybe you're flipping the channels, and you turn on a game and you're like, hey, who is that sitting there courtside? Hey, that's Kobe. Kobe's watching. That was really cool to see. You know, and, really and cool a lot of times see. it was Gianna that was with him. It was a teachable moment. I mean, they were using those. Uh, that's that's that bonding. You always, you know. Well, no they were always talking like coach and player to each other, too. You yeah. can see him leaning over and like, I mean. Well, no matter what your kids do, you're always going to find a way to relate to them, whether it's something that you have interest in If you're in a good not. parent. If you're a good parent, which I, I think most people do try to find that thing that they can do. I think to, by default, most people are good parents. Yeah, and and that it just happened that they shared a common uh, uh, interest yep. in that and, and it, it grows into a bond. And uh, that's what was so great about it is that he, um, he put himself, he put himself behind, you know, it was like he could, he could have been the center of attention if he wanted to be, but it was, how can I facilitate things for my he daughter, been, my family, he been the center of attention for 20 years. Yeah. And, right? and he is, he has taken a step back and you know, you get to, you, you start hearing all these stories. And I think one of the most, uh, you know, one of the people who really touched on it the best, I think it was, uh, you know, Jay Williams when he was doing oh, his man. round. I mean, he had, cause I I'll tell you right now, my TV has been glued to ESPN and, for the last two days. And you know, it's for better or worse. Like I, for some reason I can't take my eyes off of it because it's a spectacle. It, it, and, but in a good way, because it's the people who knew him best are remembering, uh, why he was the person I mean, he was. It, we're talking about people that I can't stand doc rivers. Oh my God. And if, if we had a list of people that I cannot stand, you know, a week ago, Kobe Bryant's near the top and not, not the person, but sure. just as far as like in a basketball realm. Right. Right. I cannot stand Doc Rivers. I cannot stand him. But listening to him talk on Sunday. Right. I mean, he, he couldn't even get the words out. Right. And, and as a kid that went to the University of Arizona, Jay Williams in 2001 got away with highway robbery at Duke and it cost Arizona a title. So that guy can shove it. But what he said, I mean, that is, that's it. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's one of those things where, 
uh, and this is what uh, people come together in, in death because death is so relatable. It's like the only thing we can really relate to one another. Right. I mean, it's like we, we all have different political views or uh, different tastes in food or sexual orientation. We're really never going to be able to relate all the way across the board, except for you're standing there. I'm standing there and somebody's in fact, but a month ago you and I together from leaving this studio went to a funeral, right? Somebody that we both knew older than us, but not old enough. Right. 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 And, 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 and in that moment, everybody in the room and you and I knew very well that a lot of people in that, this is a small town. A lot of people in that room have their own things going on that separates them from one another. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. But in that moment, everybody's together yeah. and there's one common thing. And you know what? We all know that that is going to be us in the box at some well, point. Death is so relatable. And I think that's what makes this the way that it is. Zach, yeah. And, th- and that was one thing that somebody had uh, mentioned online where it was, you know, you see these figures and they seem, uh, they seem immortal. They seem like they are, they are your, they are your um, person in society who just seems like everything they are they're they're strong minded they're they've accomplished so much they're so strong they almost seem to transcend what is possible from the human spirit it's a weird example but it's like when princess diana died it's like yeah. people like that don't die it's well, like you right. you and and she had her problems and look kobe bryant wasn't perfect he had his own demons and struggles in the past maybe they're not demons or struggles but he had his own issues and mistakes maybe he made in the past but you're right Zach, that you think people like that it's like well, at, at that point, it makes you question your own mortality. I mean, you, you, you and I have been talking about this a lot lately. Yeah. And it's because what, of what we talked it, about a few minutes ago. It can happen at any time. And I think that's what's troubling the most for a lot of people is that it really makes you uh, look at things differently. And you're like, you know, if it can happen to him, it can happen to any yeah. one of us at any time. And that's, and it's still just, it doesn't seem real. When I got that, when I opened that up in, uh, from TMZ on, on the Twitter scroll, I'm like, there's no way that can't be right. You know, so you're, it's, always that, right. it's that initial denial yeah, that course. you go through. And, and I think we're, we're getting into the acceptance phase and the reflection mm-hmm. phase right now. And I think it's just that, you know, we're thinking or we're talking through the same things that a lot of people are thinking right now, because yeah. uh, it, it's, it has been just such a, a, a huge loss. And I, you know, if, if it happened to Michael Jordan, to, uh, it, it, you say it's Jordan. And I think just because of the impact that Kobe's had beyond the court where Jordan kind of just went away, Kobe hung around. Unless you live in Charlotte. Yeah, well, well, I'm, I, just, yeah, I'm just saying he didn't go away. Well, he he did because he was not in. He was not a public figure. Kobe still got kids. Kobe's out doing the. You know, oh. he's got the the right, right. the Mamba uh, uh, teams and the schools, the the training centers. Whereas Jordan, yeah, he sat in the back office and he was uh, uh, pulling strings for an even, NBA team. And I don't even think Zach that kids today anymore think about Michael Jordan when they put the shoes on. Jordan is just a brand, right? They don't realize. I mean, they know, they know it's a person, but these, the, the, the kids that are 16 and 17, they ain't even come close to seeing Michael Jordan play. Like when I think of Michael Jordan, when somebody says Jordans, I think of like the shoes that Michael Jordan wore, especially the original ones, but the right. shoes that he wore when he was playing now, 
when's the last time Jordan put on a pair of Jordans and played in a pro game, right? I mean, oh and, yeah, it's and been so, so you been see half the, our lifetime. The Jordan name is everywhere, but I think that it's become not diluted, but it's just so common. You don't think of the person; you just think of the Jumpman logo. It's like it's transcended who he is. Well, yeah, and he's bigger than a person. And what's it, what's it been? Uh, you know, Jordan has to be in his early fifties. Oh, he's got. I mean, Kobe was forty-one. Forty-one. So Michael Jordan was in college. In the early 80s, so if I do math backwards, if he was born in the mid-60s, he would be, uh, I'm so bad at math, he'd be in his mid-50s, he yeah. could be, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. He, I, I, he I, looks great. Can we just, for a second, he looks great. I, I haven't All seen him in a can, long time. He looks great. I, 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 you know, it's, it's, but it's that whole thing of he is, he's still so relevant to the game, so fresh off retirement. They're actually going to uh, forego the... Uh, um, the limits for when somebody can be inducted that, into a hall, a hall look, of fame. So he will be a 2020 inductee to the basketball hall of fame. Zach, this is one of the worst things is that he, he didn't even get uh, of all the contributions he made to the game on and off the court. Like he never got to it, see that to be inducted. No, he's going to, he's going to be inducted posthumously. Sure. I mean, and that's one of those things where it's nobody like, would have expected that, you know, who's going to give that speech. Uh, ooh. my money's my money's on Jordan. Mm. I think Jordan Jordan makes a speech, or, or uh, Jerry West makes a speech. Magic could make the speech. But LeBron the, could make see, the but speech. But see, Zach, this is one of those things that Kobe, as a player, was so isolating. He didn't. He didn't. Who would make the speech? Kobe was Kobe. Kobe lived on Mamba Island. Right. And, and, and that was, and we have to remember these things that uh, it's natural in death to glorify. And I'm not saying that the things we've said in Kobe aren't true, but you got to remember as a player at times, he's kind of unpopular. Oh yeah. I mean, but that's what my like, favorite we touched on quote, that in the beginning though. That's the, the love to hate. You needed a guy like that, but, you know, but, 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 but I mean by your own teammate. How's my ass days, Kobe? Well, they went, but they, they, uh, I'm just saying that's he, something where you, you're young, you're dominant players. And each one of those guys wanted it to be their team. And totally. at the end of the day, it was Kobe's team. And those guys, they I'm made up, villainizing. The they grew up, you I'm know, not villainized. I'm not villainizing Kobe. I just, as a player, he was pretty isolating. Well, and, you, and so here's and, what I will say. Does that not make them better? The, it, the stories of him snatching up everybody's Kobe's and saying, you don't deserve to wear these. No doubt. No you doubt. know what I mean? But, Those are great stories. No, they are. I, I, this isn't a criticism. My only point is you ask who's going to give the speech and it's like, who is going to give the speech, right? I mean, Phil Jackson. Actually, that's not bad. Yeah. Though everybody hates Phil now, so probably not Phil Jackson. I would like to, I'd like to see Jordan only because Kobe spent his entire career in in Jordan's shadow. And I feel like this is the first time, uh, that, that that's not been the case. Jordan should come out and give a definitive answer on one, two. He just, his speech just be ranking himself, Kobe and LeBron. And he just walk away. I don't think there's any winners in that situation, Kidding. you know, but it, it, that's, that's, uh, that's the nice thing about it though. You do get to Does Vanessa give the speech. She's been there the whole time. Well, yeah, but that's just, that's too tough. That's too tough. I don't know. I don't know. And remember his parents are still alive. And, and, you know, you've got somebody like, uh, you know, and even what's going around now that somebody from sports center made a really great, uh, comment, you know, when they're getting these, uh, 24 second violations and eight court, uh, eight second backcourt yeah. violations that have been the trend now to honor Kobe Bryant. They said, look at that. Kobe still 
creating still turnovers, turnovers, still forcing turnovers. Um, and you know, you've got Mark Cuban saying no Maverick will ever wear the number 24. I wonder if that may not become the trend. Yeah. How do you do it for teams who have already retired that number? They're already not wearing it. You don't, you don't, you don't have no. to, re- you don't have to retire it in the name of Kobe sure. and every, it just doesn't, if it's yeah. already retired, then you've taken care of that. And if it's not, yeah, I just, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you've seen this in, um, in major league baseball, right? And this is different, right? Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Um, and here's one more Zach, before we ramble completely off the deep end, but what do you think about, you mentioned it, you, you've said the name Jay West a couple of times. You, we've even, we even both use that word, that phrase, there's talk about changing the logo to Kobe and I, look, and this is, I just, I'm not that's, I don't why. Well, okay. So here's and here, but here's the other thing. Here's the other argument on that end. Well, I didn't make an argument. I just said, no, well, that's not I'm a very saying, good argument. For, for Jerry West. Why is he the logo? Why is anybody? Well, no, I know. But so here's the thing. This, this, because when they drew the logo, he was the best one. Yeah. But this game, they, they've, they've modified the shield in the past. They've, they've given that updated looks. Um, the MLB logo has always been the same. So is the NHL. So is the NHL. But, but I think there's an argument to be made only because the, the the NBA as it exists today is, is, is not the same league that it was when, Jerry West. Makes so many comments right now. I'm just going to keep them to myself. For, are you saying for better or worse? Or <laughs> yeah. well, it's no a, for but, better. For much, are you kidding? Well, yeah, me? but it's a, it's the a, NBA's popular. No, it's it wasn't a global that. game. It was not a global game. Then we should then. make. Then we should make Yao. I mean, if we're going to change the logo, Zach, why not just? I mean, obviously because it's a it's a corporate logo, but you just make it Jumpman. I mean, Jordan's the one. Oh, that's owned by Nike. Good luck. Well, no, 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 no. I said, that. I said, that. I said that. I'm just saying, like, if that's the thought process, like. Well, but it's the, it's the honor and it's the remembrance and it's the impact that it had. I mean, like I said, I don't even think Kobe would have expected this outpouring. Um, and I don't think, like I said, they almost shut down the Grammys. Like I said, wild, like I said, with me, I didn't think it would have the impact that it actually had on me. And I, I, so, so it's like, and I even, I said to my wife, I'm like, I don't get why I feel this way. I just do. Last few days. I can't, I can't explain it. And it's, and it's that connection that, you know, you you don't know what you got till it's gone. So I mean, I think the moral of all of this is just the, well, it's what it's what Jay Williams said, right? Just you got to let it all go. Yeah, is it really that? Is it really that important? Uh, the beefs and the uh, the arguments and the you don't get that time back. And that's and 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 that's you know, WWKD. What would Kobe do? What would Kobe do? Tell you to shut the fuck up and play harder, probably. Do we have to add a beep in there? I don't think we're... Uh, yeah, uh, no, I'll cut that out. <laughs> but, but, and Zach, I don't want to be the negative guy, but I just, it's who I am. You listen to this podcast enough, you know it. Like, we say all these things, but then, like, it wears off. I mean, do you remember 2001, September 11th, right? Like, right here where we live, I swear somebody went out and put like a 10 foot tall American flag every five feet throughout the entire downtown. It was everywhere. It was, they were everywhere. Right. They are all gone now. Sure. Yeah. Well, it would, things wear off, but I think it's, but so how, how do you, what do you part. take away permanently then? That's well, my question. You know, here's the thing though. 
nobody ever takes anything away permanently. You're going to, you're going to get frustrated with your kids. You're going to, uh, something's going to happen at work. I'm frustrated with my kids right now. Something's going to put you in a bad mood. Mm. And, and you can say that as, but that's part of the human experience. I think, I think that's all part of it. You get that moment where you can reflect and appreciate it a little bit. And it shouldn't always have to come as a result of tragedy, but every once in a while does. in life, you need those moments that cause you to pause and reflect and really just take stock of what it means to be here and be in the moment. And I think that's what we're, that's what we're doing right now. You know, we're, there's no reason as to why this happened. There's no reason as to why we feel this way. It's because we're human and that's, it's as simple as that. And it takes, it takes jarring moments to they're like you know the cliche is a wake-up call right like you're not gonna get a wake-up call by getting hit by a feather you know but if i throw a brick at you like you're gonna say i felt that right i felt that yeah and sometimes you need to feel as a person well i mean the one of the greatest speeches ever given and you know you can talk about uh things going back to to you know ancient greece through the, the the great orators uh, in American history and, and throughout European history and blah, blah, blah. But one of the greatest speeches ever given was by Jim Valvano at the ESPYs. He was, he was dying. He was, he was months away from, from death, tumors all over his body. And he said that you should do three things every day, right? You should cry, you should laugh, and you should think. And he said that if you do all three of those things, you've had a full day. And, and, you know, the, the, the crying aspect is, is not something that's just going to, uh, it, only something bad is going to make that happen. And so that's one of those things where you have to process. And to me, what that meant is you have to embrace and process all of your emotions. And, and to me, that's kind of what I think people are having a hard time with is that like, and it's not like this is some like giant dark cloud over America. But I think people like you and me are, well, I don't think, cause we've talked about it. I'm, I am surprised that I am as upset as I am. I didn't, I, I mean, if you told me Kobe was going to die, I would it, like, if you said hypothetically, what if I'd say, Oh, that would be terrible. Right. You feel know? for his family. I feel yeah, especially yeah. if you told me that he was going to have his 13 year old daughter with him and a bunch of other, I mean, oh, that's horrible. But like, did I think that it would resonate like it did nah man it's like you know when you hit a you hit a metal pole like a like a flagpole and it makes that sound all the way up that's how i feel like it's like it's 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 rattling within in inside you and it's just that's that's i i I can't explain it mm -mm. i can't explain it so here's what we'll do zach i think you know i'm curious like how do y'all think like how do you remember where you were uh, are you surprised by how this resonates? I mean, cause this are like, people feeling the same way we are. Yeah, are I mean, cause I think they are. And especially in this feed, this, this basketball, basketball community. Feed. I mean, these are yeah. kids who are, are following in the footsteps and they're out there playing pickup games and they're, they're modeling their game. Yeah. If not after somebody like Kobe, somebody who then modeled their game after Kobe. And now it's that, that's what continues. These, this is the future and this is how basketball's always been. You've always been able to model yeah. your game after, after somebody else. So it, it just has always been this linear thing that just, uh, is, is big for these kids. And it's, 
it's just it's it's bizarre for anybody who's ever picked up a basketball. I, and I can say that firsthand. Well, or it's bizarre for anybody that's ever picked up a piece of garbage and seen the garbage can and yelled Kobe and then kicked their leg. I'll always do the that. classic Chappelle skit too yeah. that uh, that goes along with that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be back in your feed as we normally are. Uh, talking about more positive things, but again, you know, let us know how you feel about this. You, the the impact that Kobe had, the way you feel, does it surprise you the way you feel, or what you remember most about Kobe? Let us know. You can uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, we're always curious. Now back to our show.